0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Music Corner of the Awaits. I'm Nate. It's your boy, Trent. And I'm naked. And today, we're together and naked. Today? Today! <laughs> hey, we accept all here on the Music yeah. Corner. We're naked right now, as far as you know. Except for me, apparently, because I, I... He didn't get the memo. He didn't get the memo. He was here a little later. That's okay, though, you know. But uh, nevertheless, we got the new tunes for the people like you. So, with that out of the way, let's get into it here with a new album from Hyde called Clearing. Uh Trent, take it away first.
1: Oh boy, uh I don't even know. Uh I gave I was, I'm just going to say right now I gave it a 4 out of 10. Oh okay. Um, was that the lowest for you this week? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. Yes it was. There was a close second, but this was uh this was the lowest of the week. <laughs> it was just very boring. Uh I don't really have a lot to say about it. Uh the intro song trust was so annoying (laughs) and so just repetitive that i was like i don't even know man and it just went downhill from there for me uh yeah i will say the vocals as monotone as they were most of the time they weren't bad there you go (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's, that's all you got i get it though this one was definitely like a boring one though because i thought it was going to be i i heard that it was going to be like a hyper pop kind of thing but i didn't realize that it was going to be like the slower like hyper pop kind of thing because yes some of the beats i guess you could categorize as like hyper pop yeah. but it, even then it's like not really it, this is just like very like slow electronic music almost with like I don't know. I'm like... An indie spin? Sure. I don't fucking know. Like, personally, I didn't mind Trust because it was the first song and I was like, okay, this is like setting up. This is what the album's gonna be like, you know. Maybe, Or rather, maybe it's just a slower intro and it's gonna lead to something like banging, you know. Yeah. We're gonna get into it. No, we do not. In fact, I think only one other song, So Clear, was the only one that I actually kind of enjoyed.
1: I think that was the same for me as yeah, well. Yeah, it, it
0: just... And then after that, it was just nothing. But that one song, cause, um, that Sebastian... Was was listening to it for the first time today, and for me, it was my personal background music. It, oh my god, I, I liked it even less <laughs> than the first time listening to it. Was it the real you? Where she kept repeating yeah. that yeah. was what she kept repeating, right? Yeah. Oh my god, that was so fucking annoying. And I think how long is that? It's a short song. Well, short, quote unquote. It's like four minutes, but like it feels like an eight-minute song. It, it just, really does. Which
1: one is that one?
0: Oh my god, how did she say this? Is like something like. She just kept repeating the same thing, like, the real you. Yeah. The real you, the real you. I don't fucking remember. I don't even remember how it went. But, like, that's how forgettable this album is. And it's really unfortunate because, like, the beats are really good. And it's really cool to have, like, that style of, like, sure, hyper-pop, quote-unquote. And, like, her vocals, I mean, yeah, they're fine at times. But, like, for the sake of, like, the combination of that with the instrumentation and, like, electronic shit, it just doesn't work and it's so boring. And, uh... Yeah, I was just really bored with it. It's a six and a half out of ten for me because it was tolerable to an extent, uh, and it's only like a thirty-nine minute album. So like, if it was like over an hour, oh yeah, oh, no, be God. some issues with that. But yeah, I'm just it's forgettable. It's boring. It is what it is. So there you have it for me, uh, Sebastian.
2: Yeah, this uh, currently hit like along the same lines as like the alt J release that we listened to, where oh, I just yeah. <laughs> felt nothing the whole time and i was kind of an oxymoron to feel nothing but at the same time yeah i did not enjoy this album not one bit uh not because it was bad because nothing really happened and it was just more of a waste of time than anything else for me uh yeah i'll give the vocals that they were good i sounded like a christina perry type piano ballad at times which Christina Perry, you know, very good singer, but I never found her music to be appealing. If anything, it's just Alto's first solo. Um, Yeah, I I don't really care for this. Uh, You know, for being called hyper pop, this was really lumbering. Uh, I'm giving this one a 5 out of 10. Very middle ground.
0: Very much so. But uh, we'll move along, though, to an album that uh, most of us found much better. In fact, we probably all felt uh, way better with this next one here. The new Back X-Wash album, Backwash. His happiness shall come first, even though we are suffering. Uh, This is the final part of the trilogy by Backwash with the whole, uh, well, we didn't listen to the first one because I think that came out in 2020. We just missed out on it. I forgot the name of it. But uh, we listened to the one, uh, I Lie Here Buried With My Rings and Dresses, which was a banger. A dark banger, but, you know, if you like your industrial rap, you would fuck with that. And the same goes with this new one here, where, like, she continues to explore, you know, more experimental and industrial elements mixed with rap. And also throwing in some metal stuff in there as well. I really uh, find the content dark and interesting and intriguing. Especially because she said how, like, the entire trilogy was based on her experience being, like, a trans woman. Experiencing it with, like, you know, within her youth. And even, like, the whole ordeal with, like, you know, being accepted within, like, the Catholic Church and Christianity and all that. And just the whole fuckery that goes along with that, unfortunately. But, like, man, is this just, like... It's a trip. It is a deep, dark trip that you're going with her. Uh, and I, I have to say, like, some of the biggest highlights definitely have to be in the songs, like, Nayama, which features a pupil slicer, who I've never heard prior... But my God, does this make me want to listen to them because of just how raw they sound. Like, you can totally tell this is, like, some sort of, like, grindcore-esque metal band that, like, just goes stupid hard. And I really want to know more from them. Uh, another highlight being Juju, which features, um, homeboy Gaius Guevara. I don't know if i pronounced pronouncing the last name right or not. I don't fucking know. But, like, Gaius has just been, like, uh, he's been up there for me in my radar for, like, album-wise, uh, I loved him as a feature on here. Definitely going like, going along with like the whole like, uh, you know, just experimental vibes and everything on here with the uh, hip hop and everything. Uh, and yeah, like some other moments I loved here of uh, the banda, mazunga. There's a lot of weird names. Uh, the entire album is just filled with like wild names and shit. And I think that's like even adds more oh. to the charm of it. Uh, and Kumoto to even name another one, but like. Yeah, this one was just a wild, crazy album. Uh, it's if, if if you're ready for like a dark trip, like hey, <laughs> be prepared because you're going for a wild one. This one this one is 8 out of 10 for me. Best of the week. Shout out Back X-Wash. Sebastian, take it away. Uh,
2: as y'all know, I love Back X-Wash. Uh, they became quite a smash hit for me last year. And I still bang out to all their albums at this point. This album, I will say, is not as good as the last one, and I'm not saying it's a bad album by any means. Uh, I'll start off with giving it just my 8 out of 10. So don't let this, you know, next bit of information slew that rating, but it is 8 out of 10 for me. Um, I really like Vibanda at first, and it kicks off the album with a fucking Lacrimosa sample. Like, anytime you put Lacrimosa in anything dark, anything metal anime whatever you do that shit will automatically hit for me because it is one of the most gut-wrenchingly dark songs that you will ever hear and honestly i that that's the shit that easily inspired metal sorry black sabbath (laughs) mozart came first um very good uh and not to mention back x wash on that went super fucking hard oh my god this whole album just just hits you in all the best places um even some very dark ones as well uh there's a lot of themes of sexual and physical abuse that really kind of hurt the listen to at points uh, i'm not going to name any lyrics um but on Zigolo, uh censored dialogues first verse uh, talking about the how should i say back and forth cycle of it and just how how it just is very cyclical to say the least. Uh, it just repeats itself, and it makes sense. Um, and I, I just really, I really fuck with it. Uh, they deliver all this in a very gut wrenchingly way, and even when Back X-Wash comes in to deliver their part, their voice is cracking as if it's hard for them to even stomach what they're saying, which completely broke me to listen to because whenever artists really get into the part and truly just feel what they're saying, that's how you know they are sitting on a fucking gold mine of lyrics, at least in my opinion. Um, but that's it it went crazy. Uh and then after that, I will say I was a little bit jarred from the inclusion of Mulungu. It had this weird chipmunk soul part that I feel like did not fit the verse too well on top of it. I'm not saying it was bad on another album. Yeah, it would work. I mean back X wash clearly has some inspiration from boom bap and can clearly do that style very well i just didn't feel like it fit the album sonically speaking lyric wise yes still had the same kind of issues same kind of themes but just did not have uh the backing to really put it maybe that was the whole dissonant thing that they were trying to go for but for me i feel like i don't know i don't know how to describe it without being distasteful but I just did not, I did not feel like that fit bottom line. Um, but I do feel like the ending pastor sample uh, where he was, like, talking stuff like that, talking about the church and, you know, how you're accepted but only under certain conditions, that that was a really good point to make. Uh, I always love hearing things about that because I, I was raised pretty religious and I didn't really care for it all. Uh, so I, I definitely get that. And even the album's title, I mean... His happiness shall come first, even though we are suffering. I that is a fucking fitting album name for what is going on here. The beautiful, just great inclusion. Uh but Juju came back with a fucking banger, uh, with Gaia Escavera and Backwash just trading some like great social commentary back and forth. Like that was good. I would like to see these two team up in the future. Uh that would be a really cool little uh team up who knows it might happen. Cause I feel like they're both like on the cusp of getting really big. I know they're getting bigger in the underground scene, but I would like to see them get even bigger than that. Cause a lot of, a lot of talent here. Um, after that, you have songs like Mikazi. Uh, I feel like that was a good ending as far as the album was concerned, but I just, <laughs> again, with the chipmunks in the fucking <laughs> boom bap. It just, I just don't know how well it fit with the rest of the album. I just, I don't think it's the worst. I thought it was good, but it just didn't mash well. Like, I, it was the only thing that really held back this album from being anywhere near close to I Lie Here Buried with My Rings and Dresses and all that. I just, I don't know. It's good. Very good. Like I said, 8 out of 10. Definitely worth checking out, especially for this whole, like, just damn the trilogy of just inner torment and just societal struggles from a human being. So, I. Still, highly
1: recommend it. Hell yeah, Trent. Uh, going right into it, coming off of uh, what Sebastian was talking about with the chipmunk. Yeah, it remind because with the music that was going on and everything, and how. I also agree. It didn't really didn't fit. Yeah, it reminded me of Danny Brown on the Quadeca album. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my
2: god! Like the most random. shit. He's the most
1: random shit. At least
0: with that one, it worked though. This but it's Danny, yeah. Brown. Yeah. Danny yeah. Brown, Danny Brown, Danny Brown could work with it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Overall, though, I gave it a five out of ten. Uh, the the dissonance of it, like the you know the the beats were there and just the singing was so off that for me for the entire album i was like it was fucking with me a little bit um i couldn't really understand the not the lyrical content but the lyrics themselves like i didn't i wasn't able to pull up the lyrics so some of them i just i just didn't know what was going on (laughs) uh and for for some of the like things like this like yeah it's i i want the lyrics in front of me but i just couldn't have them because i i think with this i think it was driving at the time when i was listening to this one um so yeah overall though i'm gonna have to go back and listen to uh was uh, the last album came out There was 2021 yeah. yep yeah year. 2021 uh so i'm gonna have to go back to listen to that one re-listen to this one when i have the lyrics pulled up and i'm hoping that i will give both of them a better score because i know that i didn't like last year's album
0: either on the first listen. Yeah, on the first listen. I was listen. kind of the same way. Like, it was average yeah. for me, but then I listened to it again. I'm like, ooh, you know what? Yeah, because, like,
1: if I'm in Sebastian's car or something, I'll hear, like, w- a song from that album. And I'm Like, like yeah, the Adder it's- Rook one? <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. The title track. Yeah, it was the yeah, title yeah. track. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, it's not bad. Like, they're not bad singles. Like, just by themselves, the songs are not bad. But, like, going through a whole album, it's, I don't know. I don't know what it is.
0: I hear you, though. I hear you.
1: But all right. Moving along, we got a new album from Devin
0: Townsend, Lightwork. Sebastian, take it away.
2: Uh, this album was recommended to us by a friend of ours named Mr. Eddie Stats from the Stats <gasps> he Brothers. Recommended this? Oh, yeah. Oh, shout out, Eddie. Shout um, out, Eddie. Love that, man. I will say, I understand why Eddie likes it. This has uh, a lot of, like, Eddie kind of. Um, i don't know eddie kind of music tastes wrapped in it obviously not much country going on here but (laughs) eddie is a master songwriter i at least in my opinion dude dude can write his way out of a paper bag easily uh amazing guy uh but this album definitely definitely in his wheelhouse here uh devin townsend i thought was related uh, i thought was related to pete townsend from the who for the longest time and i'm like I, okay i gotta make a joke here somewhere and then i realized oh wait they're not related at all um <laughs> one's from canada one's from the uk who would who knew um but yeah this album light work uh i thought was pretty cool uh the beginning you know i i thought the moon people thing a little bit corny and there were a a good amount of corny bits in the album i i remember nate and i were talking he mentioned uh like the child choir (laughs) one of the songs and i uh, (laughs) um, i yeah i get that i mean there were some corny bits but at the same time the composition of these songs are immaculate honestly like i equate them to being like a more progressive dream theater um like honestly just like moving a lot of like metal themes into other realms of music because there were a lot of like weird like kind of like ethereal pop elements thrown in with songs like dimensions and like um our old band name call the void
1: let's go i cracked
2: up at that i
1: know I, I
0: was like oh my god no way changing tides is dude, coming we're gonna get some money all right we'll get some money out of that he didn't ask for yeah promotion. no he didn't
1: ask for royalties <laughs> you know there's like three bands named call of boy yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah. Yes.
2: we were the best though we were the best
1: is <laughs> hey, great hey that bass line though oh yeah the best dude come on also shout out Lukey, our boy Lukey. Oh yeah, the drumming. Oh. love Lucas. <laughs>
2: yeah, Look, going back uh, to Devin Townsend here. Yeah, there's a lot of like cool, like ethereal space elements thrown in here. Uh, I definitely enjoyed a lot of the a lot of the work here. I don't think it was like the most like pleasing album for me, just as far as like re-listen value goes. I think like kind of like a one and done for like the whole thing was good but there were a good amount of select songs like i chose to mention uh such as like heartbreaker call the void um heavy burden uh and then equinox i like those quite a bit even moon people for as cheesy as it is i really like just how heavy and like not like metal heavy but just how much weight is behind each track like these are very well produced uh songs and I definitely tip my hat to Devin Townsend for being as old as he is and have been in so many bands as he has and yet is still fresh and not like sounding stale or anything like his contemporaries at his age. Fucking keep going, man. Uh, I'm giving this one a 7.5 out of 10. Good shit.
1: Trent, did you guys listen to the Deluxe? No, I did, I not. did not. Okay, I, I wanted to ask that because I was going to but I was like, that's two hours. Yeah,
2: we normally it wasn't that long. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. And these are different songs. It isn't like a
1: remix or anything. Oh yeah. so they're like, no, yeah. completely different. Yeah. So just part two of the album. It's literally part two of the album. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe another time I might I I was I'm gonna listen to it like hopefully like this week or something. Yeah, maybe um, I might microdose and like do that or something. There you go. <laughs> right. That's definitely the good thing to do. Yeah. Uh yeah. So going back when uh we interviewed uh Eddie. Yes. back however long that was i, don't know why I thought you were gonna say interview Devin. i'm like we never did. i wish <laughs> <laughs> that would, god that'd be, that would be cool. great no but when, back when we interviewed uh eddie mm-hmm. and he was like yo the album empath from 2019 i know he freaking loved it and the song genesis i think he was talking about that song and he was like yeah he was like i literally cried when i listened to that song eddie said that i remember it mm-hmm. and i went back and listened to it and i was like yeah it's fucking slaps dude like this is so eddie <laughs> yeah. And it's it, up your alley
0: too, because it's really prog Very, very prog. Oh yeah, progy. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, and that's I love Devin Townsend as well. Uh, like the 2007 album Zildoid, The Omniscient. It's great, uh, but this album, uh, Moon People, the opening song, I don't know if it was a single or not, but I heard it before, and I. It's a TikTok song. No I'm kidding. It's fucking t- yeah. I would have am- imagined you're in this on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like in the. Well, like- you know what? Now, the way TikTok is going, they got Ghost. I know, right? It was like oh, yeah, shore, right, right. You know, everyone's yeah. there. The, they have the Arf Arf. Arf Arf, nice. That's yeah. right, yeah. I don't know why Knock Loose is becoming a TikTok meme now. Because why not? Why, not? why not? They yeah. have the song for it. Yeah. Arf Arf. Gary, better finish oh. your dessert. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. Call of the Void, like I said, made me crack up. I, w- I was laughing at it, but it was a really good song, nonetheless. All of these songs were great, very up my alley. Uh, overall, though, this one was a bit long for what it was. And like Nate and I were talking beforehand, because I think you were, you were, I don't know what you were doing. But, I was probably prepared to. Ruin yeah, myself, but yeah. like you said, also it was very corny, and I think it was intentionally yeah. corny. Yeah. Because it was just like every song is. He's just, not taking it too serious. No, which, not taking it too serious. Right, which he's more having fun with it. I, I absolutely love that with artists when they. It's like almost like Tyler. It's like most, like some of the times he just doesn't take it serious. He's just doing it because he loves it. But
0: like he, t- he just does it well though. Like, yeah, it's just a way, a, a certain way that he yeah, does it. Yeah, like, a certain okay, way. That's smart.
1: Yeah, I get that's such a weird comparison. Now it I'm is. I'm tired of the potato, yeah. potato. But they're having fun with it, which is great. Also, I love like the very simplistic artwork for the album. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Overall, what did I give this? I gave it a. I give it seven. I give it seven out of ten. Seven. It's a very high. Seven out of ten. There you go. Um, Probably on the realms of a seven point five. But yeah. Very cool.
0: Yeah. Um, I never listened to a Devin album. This is the first one, but I do want to hear his other stuff still. I just know that they're long because it's it's prog. Yeah. you know. So I've you know mentally preparing myself. <laughs> the, o- the only experience I've ever had with Tevin Town, Devin Townsend, is I remember. Back in high school, when I would use Omegle for shits and giggles, you know, yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> blast from the past, right Whoa. there. I would go on Omegle and like put in for the topics. You can like, you know, you can do different topics, and I put like, you know, metal, rock. I put some bands, you know, so I could talk to people and like meet people with similar, you know, music interests and shit. And that's how I discovered um, that one metal group that I'm in, the Metal and Core Collectors group oh, on yeah, Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been really in that's, that's... How? some dude told me about that. I joined it and I've. I get a lot of news, okay. I see some records there. It's great. It's a lot of fun. And I have to give Omegle credit too. I you guys remember the band Holding Absence, who we did like a review on last yeah, year? Yeah. The greatest mistake of my life. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I met them on Omegle I shit you fucking not I met them on Omegle I Like literally They were just there They asked me what my favorite Emo band was I really didn't have much I said I don't know Like old dance game and dance Is pretty solid Because I was in my mind At the moment They said something I think like Boston Manor Or something And they're like Yeah we're in a band Called Hold an Absence I'm like no fucking way. They're like, yeah. I'm like, you guys just did a split EP with Loathe. Like, I know you. They're like, hey! Wow. It was so wild. And How I'm long like, ago was it? 2017. 2017.
1: 2017? Yeah, because oh, I remembered I asked God.
0: them. I I was like, so are you guys coming out with, a, like, a new album? It was 2017 or 18. And they're like, yeah, we'll be having an album either at the end of the year or the beginning of next year. I'm like, that's sick, guys. And I, they're like, all right, well, it was good to meet you. I'm like, you too. So it's wild. Anyway... Devin wow. Townsend, I remember I was talking with this one girl, and I was, she said, like, I asked her, like, oh, yeah, what kind of music? Like, she said, like, she typed Devin Townsend and all. I th- heard that he was coming at the time to Cleveland, and I asked, I I, th- I think I misread an article or it was a different band. I thought it was his, like, final tour. So I said, oh, yeah, isn't he having his final tour? She gave me a dirty look, said, no, what the fuck, and then just left. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I just, I pissed her off so (laughs) badly. No, you ruined just a her mistake. day.
1: I ruined Dude, her night. I ruined. Her. That w- that reminds me of when Sabaton, when they were going for the Last Stand tour, they named it the Last Tour, and I was like, Oh my god, Sabaton's going on their last <laughs> tour! <laughs> oh, oh my god! I was like, I gotta go see this shit, and then here we are, two other albums still, later, right, and, and like, still touring. Yeah. Well, that was my whole reason I wanted to go. I was like, Dad, Sabaton's on their last tour. I gotta go. It's literally named the Last Tour, and he was like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, (laughs)
0: dude oh my god it was wild so that was the only ever experience i had related to devin townsend so going into the album and knowing that it's later in his career i'm not expecting much here and i'm glad i didn't because yeah it was it was was a little corny it 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 was a little long for what it was i got through it it's it's a six out of ten i didn't really have much to say about this album other than i got through it um uh, the story made up for the timing though, so that's great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like yeah, for, for me, it's just not my thing. I would much rather listen to like some of the older stuff, um, like that, that album you said that Eddie had listened to. that and yeah, like, oh, half, half. half. Yeah, yeah, I'll, that I'll that listen to very, that. Very I will listen to that when I get around to it because I know it's. I'm sure it's long because I feel yeah. like it's probably. I was like, I honestly don't, don't know yeah. if
1: you would like it. Now I'm thinking about it. Uh, you never know. It's. De- mm-hmm. it, I mean, if you know, you we know Eddie, so that oh, it, yeah. that is a hundred percent Eddie right oh, there. Right. Right. Especially it well, it came out in 2019. So. Oh, wow. I didn't know. I thought it was 2007. It was, no, Ziltoid was Zeltoid 2007. That was
0: the said. other yeah, one I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got gotcha. you. But yeah, there you have it. Six out of ten for me. But all right. We have another half to go. We got to the first half before we get there. Let's have a word from our sponsor. And we're back. Hopping into it now here with a new album from Wiseblood and In the Darkness Hearts Aglow. Sebastian, go ahead and start
2: us off. Christina Perry, part two, but without hyper pop. Uh, yeah, this, this album did absolutely bumfuck to me. Um, not that I was fucked by a bum. That would have actually had something happen. That would have been, like, actually, you know, a thing I would remember, unlike this album. Um, yeah, this was such a disappointment. I. Maybe I should not believe the hype, you know? Uh, Public Enemy told me not to believe the hype. And I should have, I should have not believed it, man. I should have just stayed back, you know, with Flav, Flave, you know, Macy's Day Parade, you know, chilling. Um, but yeah, this album really fucking boring. I wish I had a goddamn thing to talk about because these songs, I was trying to come up with something to say, but most of it was just this really like just slow, drawn out like piano ballad with a lot of reverb. Um, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world if you're into this so be it, you know, I, I'm sorry, there's just a level of slowness I can take, you know, like a Lingua Ignota, that's probably the slowest I'll ever go for an album, but then again, that actually has a lot going on, there's a lot of memorable parts to that, there's a lot of things going on in that album, unlike this, where it's just like, okay, let's just repeat this, let's just repeat this part, okay, let's just make this song twice, copy and paste, you know, I, I just, I, I don't like it, I don't like it, not here, not there, not anywhere, um, uh, this is a 5 out of 10.
1: Hell yeah. Trent? Yeah, so with this one, uh, let's see. I give it a 6 out of 10. Uh, it kind of reminded me of, like, my and I were talking about this because we also listened to it today. Uh, it was like a modern day, like, Elton John, but his slower songs is what it reminded me of. So, a simple
2: man era.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, where it was like him in front of, like, the. The like man the mansion and it's like all just slow songs yeah that's yeah. exactly what it yep. was
1: um but honestly it re- it wasn't that bad like it I found no it- it's it's sonically competent yeah. yeah oh I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah like I found enjoyment out of it Maya I think she she liked it more than I did um but overall yeah it was okay I was glad that it wasn't that long I was yeah. okay with that no oh, right right yeah uh but yeah not much six out of ten it was all right. It was
0: alright. Yeah, honestly, I was a little disappointed because I think looking at the album cover and, like, hearing the hype around it, I thought it was going to be just, like, some sort of, like, I don't know, like, wild, fun, experimental pop album, you know? Uh, but I, I, it's so funny because, like... The thought of it being like some sort of like chill mellow alternative indie kind of thing it did not even like cross my mind uh but like looking at the album and listening to the album now yeah i see it now i definitely do um there's not anything necessarily wrong with this album it's a fine chill listen um it's just not what i expected and i was a little bit let down from it but um if it's your thing it's your thing you know you you might like it if you like that slower stuff um for me it is a music corner seven uh it is a nice thing too it's not that long only like 46 minutes any longer i think like you know going go to the 50s or even an hour yeah that would have been a bit much but she gives it a steady time pace i would say here and uh yeah i'd say it's still an easy listen so that's all i really got with that one But, alright, for these final two, we are getting in a little bit of the butt rock area. A little bit bit of booty action coming at ya. Starting off here with the new Disturbed album, Divisive. And I'm gonna have Trent start us off with this one.
1: Great. Uh, So, if you're a Disturbed fan and you liked Evolution, I wanna ask you one question. Why? I'm gonna ask the same question, too. (laughs) (laughs) If someone does, Why? Um, but i will say i had hope after uh, i think hey you was the first single um yeah for this one yep. yeah for this one and it i was like oh they're back but then i was like hold up because we also got are you ready as the first single of evolution and i was like oh my god this is great coming off of immortalized my second or th- it's probably second or th- immortalized is probably second or third for f- my top disturb album that's a fair second that's or fair. third yeah number one is uh ten thousand fists Good okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice. Very good choice. Yeah. Good yeah. Choice. The, good choice. yeah. Uh, but yeah. So this one, I was very very stoked. Uh, but it kind of fell off uh, because every song sounds like goddamn same. <laughs> it is so repetitive. Uh, but I was glad that it was heavy. Uh, and we all we got Ann Wilson a fucking heart. Yeah. And I was <laughs> so surprised, but she actually did well for seventy two years old i will give her fucking credit because i actually really liked her part in it it was really really good um we also got i think oh, i can't remember if it was part of me or won't back down where we got a uh, kind of a an, uh, 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 uh yeah part, yeah, of, yeah. Me. part of me if you will this part of me yeah uh i i think that was probably my favorite song off the album just because it was towards the end <laughs> 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 but no it was actually very very good um yeah so overall i wound up giving this album a seven out of ten i gave it a music corner seven because it was enjoyable it gave me a almost a feeling uh of like the instrumentals and how it sounded of ten thousand fists a little bit it was like almost like that um like those like one or uh, two or three albums like right after uh uh the sickness Mm-hmm. So it was like what was it ten thousand fists believe believe ten thousand fists yeah and then uh, uh indestructible. asylum indestructible was it indestructible indestructible yeah. then asylum yep. oh there you yep. go yeah I was like I, I don't remember their fucking discography yeah uh but yeah it was so it was all, almost a little bit nostalgic for uh some like the I don't even want to say more chuggier shit but um yeah but overall not bad I was impressed because mostly because it was better than evolution that was about it so. There you go, Music Corner Seven, baby.
0: Yes, I will agree that this album was definitely better than Evolution, uh, without a doubt. Because <laughs> holy shit, I don't know what they were doing. They decided to just go only hard rock, like no like metal, barely. Other than Are You Ready, like that one was that is a good song. I, do I like think
1: them. there's one other song on there that's a bit heavy, but other than that, I don't was know. that
0: the one. I'm looking real quick because I know they had.
1: Oh no! Yeah, it was the third song. A reason the fight was like they already
0: went into an acoustic
1: song. I'm like,
0: like wait, why are we already? Ad- that's yeah. like an
1: end of the album I, kind of thing. I, I don't talk about that one because that one's. Uh, I think that was about um, David's struggle with suicide. Oh, Was it really? Yeah,
0: you might be right, actually. Yeah, wait, uh, addiction and depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's unfortunate and like and, and like you know it's kind of good. Obviously, like you know it's a strong message, but it's like. the pacing of the album was just so So wacky. And, like, already hearing, like, you know, the single, the Hey You, I was like, okay, you know, there's some hope. But I had some issues already with Hey You, where, like, the chorus just, like, I did not like the chorus at all. I loved everything else about the song. It's not like a true, straight-up Disturbed song, which in my, like, you know, middle school and, uh, I would say freshman year, that was my shit. I loved Disturbed. For me... Uh, believe is actually my favorite album of theirs. Really? With like with Liberate, you know, believe the title wow. track. Yeah. It's, it's I I honestly it's an underrated album. It's it so is. Oh,
1: underrated. Yeah. Liberate is. <laughs> Liberate <joy, laughs> <you> trying.
0: <motherfuckers laughs> like, I love that. It's so good. That is like the good new metal shit. Um, but like obviously those days are done. Well done. And like I know they're getting older and everything, but like, you know, they're still trying to prove that they can still pump out that heavy butt rock metal, alt metal shit, whatever you want to call it. Uh, this one album, this album though, it's just, every song, yeah, like you said, it sounds the same. I swear to God, Hey You and, I don't remember the other one, but like, th- they sounded exactly the same, whatever it was. Like, I almost thought like, that it, it, I was re-listening to the same song, because it had the exact same song structure, and even like, uh, like, like chorus style, like the way he was singing. I was like, this is like, exactly like Hey You. Um, what else is there? Uh, I was just very bored because it was like literally every single song was getting repetitive. It was heavy for disturbed standards. Excuse me. But, um, I I just wasn't impressed. I mean, yeah, you got the -ah -ah Ua'a'as back uh, in part of me. But that was just, even then I was like, wow, this is underwhelming. (laughs) Like he did it, but you know, but I'm glad they got, the album isn't too long. They got, we got through it quick, you know, it's only 37 minutes. Cause I feel like for disturbed is like short, like that is a short ass album. Um, but nevertheless, I gave this one a five and a half out of 10. I really was not impressed at all. Uh, second least favorite album of the week, I would say, and that's kind of that's kind of sad because i was actually kind of going in here with like a little bit of higher expectations than i was with evolution which i don't even know if i had expectations for that album that was like l- literally four years ago but yeah you know it is what it is they're obviously not in their heydays anymore but hey they're still trying so what can you do sebastian
2: this is another uh segment of bands that did not age well for me anymore and I hate to say it because uh, I used to listen to them quite frequently. I know Trent and I on the bus for middle school would constantly jam out oh, to
1: their yeah. music. <laughs> it was, you know, it was that Slipknot, Mushroomhead. Oh yeah, and Fact by Eminem. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Bring it we... back a core memory. Wow, oh, God, we so Everyone in middle meant.
0: school listened to Fact. Like, come on, don't. Oh Biner. yeah,
2: no, no, no. Biner. It's it's that middle school humor. It's oh, that yeah. middle school Literally. where it's like. Yeah, it's like not tolerable now, but like back then it was the shit. The funniest. I have,
1: I have curtain call on vinyl.
2: Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah, um, I, I don't think they've always been bad, obviously. I, I just think the last album really sullied the reputation, reputation for me. Um, it's, it's not like the worst thing in the world, but yeah, this album is just chock full of just flanderization. Uh, Obviously, I think I've explained this term every single time I say it because I've become a Flanderized version of myself at this point. Uh, It is just saying the same things over and over again and making that like a staple sound for you. And it's not really a good one. Uh, I, how many times are they gonna be in fire of some kind? <laughs> okay, jumping in fire like, or, you know, I I don't get it. Or how many times are they gonna be talking about unbeatable, unstoppable, indestructible? It's just like, okay, guys, we get it. Y'all's are built different. We we get it, you know. <laughs> Like let's get like a slow motion video of like a tribal warrior running through a desert, you know. Like that's cool. That's um, literally like, the
0: indestructible music video. No, too. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's
2: like all of it, you know. Uh put it on like a Call of Duty sniper montage, you know. Um <laughs> Hey, hey yeah. Halo. Halo. <laughs> okay, Halo too, yeah, definitely Halo wow. as well. Uh but yeah, the metaphors are just very overused uh the band is still good i will not say they are a bad band i refuse to say that because i still very much look up to david Draymond as a vocalist the guy has one of the most instantly recognizable voices in butt rock slash alt metal or even their new metal days um i i can recognize him even like even if this is slow stuff even though people don't like it i still think the man sounds great and same with the rest of the band they all are very competent musicians they just choose to make bad music now um and yeah i i just wish they were not as predictable as this album was given me man i was just like oh wow they're gonna repeat this probably uh oh wow they're probably gonna allude to something about being (laughs) strong here oh my god no way a warrior (laughs) right uh, but, yeah, I'm sorry, David, Draymond, and the boys. Like, y'all y'all are great musicians. I give you guys all the credit in the world. And all the memories I had of you guys, I still hold very dear. So I am not saying you guys suck. You guys are not the next band we're going to talk about. Um, 3.5 out of 10.
0: Yep, we are going to do? But, all right, we got one more for you. And that is the new Nickelback album, Get Rollin'. All right. Nickelback They're back And guess what They're here
2: They're fucking here (laughs) (laughs) They're fucking here dude They're in a city PNG of a band Of a band Yeah (laughs) Yeah
1: Um It's it's so good though It's so good This was my
0: first (laughs) actual album I fully listened to by the band Um because I just had no interest at all prior, you know? But it's kind of funny because it's like after I listened to this one because I listened to it like a while ago, that was like kind of like what sparked my interest. Like, you
2: know what? What
0: do their other albums sound like? I remember when I was younger, uh, my mom would put on Dark Horse, their album, because uh, the first couple songs, well, really, it was because the one song, Burn It to the Ground, used to be the uh, WWE Monday Night Raw theme song. Of course it was. Of Of course
1: it was. (laughs)
0: So, oh that is... you can imagine my hype as, like, an, like, a little eight-year-old, nine-year-old kid. Like, yeah, you know, we'll burn it to the ground. That
1: is such a United States of America Oh, thing, oh right, right. <laughs> we, live as the, we live in a country. We live in a country. Even though we're
2: Canadian.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, literally, yeah, they're yeah. Canadian. So, it was so funny because we would listen to, like, the first couple songs off that album. And then, like, she would have to, like, cut it off because, like, that's when the album started to get really raunchy. That's <laughs> the album with S.E.X. <laughs> You know, yeah. like, the whole, like, really, like, rapey Ooh, vibes that you get from some just of the lyrics. To get high.
1: Yeah, I'm like, oh. like. But it know. also ends with, uh, If Today Was Your Last Day.
0: Oh, no, actually, with that, it ends with, This uh, Afternoon. This afternoon. Yeah. yeah, but If Today Was Your Last Day, yeah, that is the classic, too, there. Classic. A Nickelback classic. Um, so, yeah, the, the, obviously now they're not in their heydays anymore. I mean, they they are, like, pfft, God, I think, like, almost 30 years into their career now. They're getting there, at least. Maybe yeah. 25. First
1: album was 96. Yeah, so they're oh, creeping
0: up, you know? It's wild to say, but yeah. And, like, to think, too, that this band was, like, a diamond-selling band, too, at one point in their career is just wild. But they were, you know? The, uh, uh, Silver Side Up was an enormous album with the hit single, How You Remind Me. Uh, Don't expect any of that on this new album here, Get Rolling, because it's obviously, they're not in their heydays anymore. However, I will have to always give them credit, because they still have some of the best production and instrumentation out of any, well, most, if not every, hard rock, butt rock band out there. Because even in the opening track, San Quentin, holy shit like that intro like the drum fill there fucking amazing it's fucking great and then Chad singing you know like I I, he's had the same style for like years but you can kind of tell he's aging now on this album you can hear the aging in his voice which is fair he's getting you know the whole band's getting old it's amazing that they even still sound good instrumentally um and have a great production but like that's that's a whole other thing uh i I, if i had to pick yeah i guess san quentin was my favorite song off the album it's a really good way to uh, fire yourself up you know before like you get too drunk to the point you want to start a bar fight um and then they get into the skinny little missy which uh hell yeah you know my boys out there get your skinny little girls over there with like their fucking harley davidson brawn panties action going on oh, there. Yeah. G- get don't on the a... skunk stripe
2: don't forget the skunk, oh, the stripe. skunk tri- and
0: the tramp stamp don't yeah. forget the tramp stamp <laughs> yeah. like that is uh, that's for you ladies that song this song is for you uh after that what i was not expecting was this like country-esque direction that they went into on the album with like you know like acoustic guitars and shit i'm like you know i feel like it's a once in a while thing for nickelback because i know they're hard rock but i'm like why is there like there's a few songs on here i think that are like that that are like really country and i'm like what is happening you know and that kind of that made me a little less excited like if it was just straight like butt rock hard rock shit you know with like a whole like sexy girls and bar runs and shit or whatever. I think I would have appreciated it more if it wasn't for, like, the whole country direction. Um, But even then, it's just... It, it, this wasn't that good. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard in my life, obviously. But, like, you know, it just didn't do too much for me. It was a 5 out of 10 for me. This was my least favorite of the week. But even then, it's, like... On a general scale, it's not that bad. It's tolerable. You can get through it. It won't make a worst year list for, I don't think, any of us, personally. So, it's like, you know, they're doing what they love. They're doing what they love, and that's a good way to put it. Uh, But, yeah. Sebastian. Nickelback is the worst
2: band. Uh, no. I, this is him. No, I... I... I honestly don't hate this band. Um, I used to annoy my one good friend. I... I feel bad. It maybe maybe Borderline bullied him about uh, liking Nickelback to the point where he said saved his life once. Um, he made me listen to a couple albums by then because he wanted me to really get into them. And I told him, I just don't like it. And that's where my hatred kind of came from. Uh, the music itself, yeah, there's a lot of creepy shit from their past. But this album in particular... This is by far the best they've ever sounded to me in every aspect of the every aspect of anything because it's tolerable and I can sit through it even if it's background music and I won't try to leave and try to go somewhere else or put in earplugs. Uh, this is not that bad. Honestly, like yeah, there have been uh 10 worst albums this year that you will hear from us in about 2 weeks. Yes sir. Um yeah, uh this album Great production, uh, Sam, Qu- uh, Sw- Sam Quentin, uh, I thought that shit was gonna be a deathcore song, based on the instrumentals at first.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. I was like, like,
2: what? I was like, no way, because I. Shane gets on my like. <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> <"Yo!">
1: at <laughs> one, or-
2: <laughs> at one point, uh, Eddie used to joke with me saying that Nickelback is heavier than Metallica and i'm like i'm like honestly instrumentation wise yeah yeah very much so nowadays like like, "Eh." yeah they they are very i'm sorry metallica heads y'all can get your jean jackets ready i'm sorry but uh yeah man they they sound incredible for being one of the most hated bands in history yet they're still top selling compared to other bands that people like way more um they're really not horrible honestly uh, if anything, I would just say they're very creatively bankrupt at this point. <laughs> like, yeah, this is like your Home Depot kind of like playing in the speakers kind of song uh, for Sam Quentin. Uh, but then <laughs> then you get uh, Skinny Little Missy. Um, I'm sorry. I know Nate just talked about it. That song threw me through a loop with just how fucking wild it was not because it was good or anything that's like a negative score out of 10 for me like that's like something I'll throw on just to like piss people off and that's in the best way I can put it. Thank you Nickelback Is that for going me into that. 6
1: feet under category?
2: Yeah, or or um what's his name? Cochise? Uh Coochies. Yeah, yeah. coaches That's going like in the coaches category <laughs> But you bad.
1: know
0: that out of all of those three, it was like Nickelback included that that is the song that a girl would choose for a stripper music. Oh yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Or is it
2: a uh, stripper in <laughs> 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 and for McKenzie? Yeah. <laughs> Ashton Beulah, dude, literally. That's, yeah, this Tiffany, was... to the yeah, stage. She's... <laughs> <laughs> she's late. She was paid she's... for child support. She's late. Oh, she's man. Our skinny little Missy. Uh, but yeah, then you had Vegas Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I forgot about that. Oh my god, dude. I, you know, man, as much shit as they give this, as people give this band, you can never make Vegas bomb yourself. I don't think you could ever do that. You cannot make anything this crazy. Uh, This one's another... <laughs> and these are, like, my favorite... Uh, These are my favorite songs from the album, by the way. Not, like... It, this is, like, in the negative sense. Um, just how, like, wild it is to hear Nickelback saying these things. I'm not saying that. I wouldn't expect them to. It just, in reality, it just... It still jars you just hearing it in general. Um, And then... <laughs> My favorite country song of the whole fucking year. uh, We got, does heaven know you're missing? Or heaven even know you're missing? Oh my god, this is some fedora hat wearing poem to your ninth grade crush shit I have <laughs> ever heard. Oh my god, dude. It is so fucking cheesy. It's like,
1: did you fall from
2: heaven? Like, it's like, did he just say this? <clears throat> is he... Is he trying to, like, repent for all of his, like, SCX kind of shit, like, in the past? Is he, like, trying no, to be, dude, like... I want my white knight Chad Kroger back with that one song that I
0: told you about where he's like, <laughs> I want to rip his heart out just for hurting you. Yeah. I want to break his mind down.
2: Yes, I do. Dude, he's not acting like a Chad right now. Guy's acting, like, kind of like a soy boy he's at the like moment. a little bit of a Mordecai from Regular
0: <laughs> Show. <laughs> he would be a little bit of a simp, if you ask me personally. What a
1: kind of you know what a simp is. <laughs> yeah, but, oh my God. yeah,
2: uh, and then, as I said, you know, there's country, and pretty much the rest of the album after uh, this heaven even know is pretty much just butt country. Uh, <laughs> still better than most country I've heard this whole year. And I'm going to hold it to it, honestly. There, is, there have not been many country albums, I would say, that top this.
1: Um, sorry, Kane Brown. Uh, four out of ten. <laughs> there you have it. Trent? I'm going to start out by saying I gave this album an eight out of ten. Jeez, this, is my, this, your this is my favorite album of the <laughs> of week. Of course it was. <laughs> of course. I, I knew it was the PNG van. <laughs> Dude, that played a part. I actually loved it. So... I don't even want to spend a lot of time on this because I'm I was dying at all of your remarks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> San Quentin. I will say the how he said San Quentin. I was like, is he saying sex wizard? It was just I don't know. I, I could hear. Okay, was, I yeah. could kind of hear that. Was, yeah. Then, yeah gonna, don't let me it. go back to San. But no, yeah. The instrumentation on that, I was like, it really does sound like. Like the heaviest song I'm going to hear this year. Uh, I don't
2: I don't <laughs> not, uh, not, What not the fuck are you talking about?
1: No, but just like, it was like, oh, it was like a metalcore song. I, was like, I don't yeah. know. Six
2: Feet Under might be coming out with something. Oh, yeah. Watch out. Watch out.
1: No. <laughs> it was a great opener. Great opener. Skinny, little messy. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, She's already on the stage. I'm she's like, already, I'm, she's I'm, I'm like Kanye, I don't even want to talk about it. family her. discount's applying. Family discount. <laughs> yeah, I think Skinny Little Missy was probably the only song where I was like, yeah. Uh But yeah, I don't know. I, just, I fucked with it. I don't know what it was. I was like, it's nickelback. I love it. It's not going on my top ten of the year. I'll tell you that. I would hope not. Yeah, I would. I, I, I would not. be a little bit. I'll be a little bit sad. Yeah, <laughs> a little it's, bit. it's not a going terrible to run down. It's not going on the top ten, but <laughs> losing reliability here with the album. <laughs> yeah. I. <laughs> uh, no, I. Th- there's probably some nostalgia factor uh, that's in there. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Of like, oh my god, what is that album? Hold on. Shit. Well, I was gonna say like it could be like.
0: Any Nickelback song That you heard on the radio Back when you were little like that, All the right that reasons immediately just gave All you the right reasons Okay yeah Like I just immediately get Nostalgia here Nickelback in general Nickelback on, in general yeah. It was on the radio so much Yeah but
1: yeah. like All the right reasons You got uh, you know, Fight for all the wrong reasons Photograph animals Far away Side of a bullet If everyone Some cared Rockstar Like All oh, All the bangers The classic Classics yeah But no yeah 8 out of 10 for me Is fucking great It's <laughs> fucking great
0: there you have it. That's
1: been the week. That's been the
0: the, the butt rock of a week that we had there. Uh, before we go though, album recommendations as always. I have a big one here, and I told to Sebastian earlier this has been like the, the, the wildest shit for me of what I'm about to recommend here because I never thought I would even come close to this artist in particular. It's a collaboration album. It is the Future and Drake collab album. What a time to be alive. I don't think I've ever heard Drake sound as fucking amazing as I did on this album. It was, I believe it was Big Rings that I heard this. Where he, like, he genuinely sounded fucking amazing. Like, he sounded, he was hungry. He sounded like he was, like, ready to spit some bars. And he was. He was spitting on that on the album and the track alone. Um, There was really, like, yeah, it gets a little slow down, you know uh towards the middleish and end area, you know, but like that's kinda like what you get even like with any like future uh always a Drake album, but like any future album starts off as banger and then it kind of slows down a bit. But like man, these two together when they actually like put in the effort, they come out with some really good shit. And this album shows with like Digital Dash, Big Rings being the second one that I told you about. Uh this one's got Jump Man on there, you know, Jump Man, Jump Man, Jump Man, Jump Man. Like it's got all the good shit on here that I didn't realize was like even on this album um it's great production sounds great i love the album cover i just love like this it's it's very like gray and silvery with the diamonds and shit but like man it just like the spectacle of that alone it just it's, it's awesome it's almost just like looking at the cover for uh, watch the throne but like you're just looking at like diamonds and shit it's great i love it uh yeah what a time to be alive drake and future First Drake album I can possibly... Despite being a collab, this first Drake album I can positively say that I really fuck with. So, take that
2: as you will. Sebastian, what you got for us? So, uh, I had a house guest recently from Bolivia living with us for a little bit, and uh, he was showing me some of his country's prime exports in the realm of music, and even just some other South American kind of like music as well. Uh, this one comes to us in the form of rap. Honestly, think clipping in another language with a little bit more religious theme. Uh, if if you're, if you're there with me, if you want to listen, here's the album. It's called Muerte by Conserbero. Uh, came out in 2012 artists tragically passed very very young so unfortunately you're not gonna hear much coming from concert Barrow later on but this album is a fucking trip uh, a couple songs talk about his journey up a mountain to talk about the devil saying how after after i die you can have my soul as a vessel it's it's deep. It is very fucking deep. Obviously, it's not in English, so it's not going to be easy to pick up on the themes right away. But there are some crazy uh, stories. Like he also talks about a story about you know about a mom going into prostitution to feed uh, her family, but the family gets killed by the cartel and all that stuff. And it's it's crazy. Uh, if you like clipping, if you like that storytelling kind of horror core, kind of just really atmospheric rap. Check this out. Uh, "Conserveros Barrow's uh, Muerte. Hell yeah. Trent?
1: Uh, well, because we talked about it, now I kind of have to uh, go with it. Uh, we're going to go with All the Right Reasons by Nickelback. Let's go. I love um, the
2: spectrum of music.
1: Right? <laughs> I know right?
2: yeah. Drake and Future to like a Bolivian rapper to <laughs> back to Nickelback.
1: We went yeah. to Canada, the what? USA to oh my god yeah. everywhere. Like I said before when I talked about the album talking about Nickelback, you got photograph, you got animals, you got Fight for All The Own Reasons, you got Side of a Bullet, if everyone cares. Rockstar classic Nickelback. That's like all the hits. Is that right? Literally all the literally hits. All the is, hits. Is, yeah, all literally all the hits damn all the right reasons yeah <laughs> it is literally everything uh so good did I say far away cause that's that one's also really good oh I actually really do yeah how's a going? one
0: they really do make good music. They do. They, they, they do. They do. Let's, I mean, we've accepted that I, they're no longer the most hated band ever. I, it's, no, imagine dragons not as will as take bad. the cake. Imagine dragons. Yeah.
1: They'll take the cake. It, literally, imagine dragons is the modern day Nickelback. They are. They know I
0: don't think I'm gonna be like an old. You know, Thunder was actually a really good song. I'm
2: no, but no, like, like, for, like no, no. for
1: like most hated band for sure. I, for I sure. would
2: say Godsmack is still higher up for me, but like that's Man. just me. That's, that's me, you, Yeah, that's just you. Hey, but,
1: like... but, but have you seen 1,000 horse pa- a thousand Horsepower, the only Godsmack tribute? No, you haven't. I have. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> to. I have. I don't want tribute. I want them to That's where have. you're wrong. I want that's them to leave. Wrong. No, honestly, the tribute bill was fucking great. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, Nickelback. Yeah. And also, it's pronounced Kruger. It is Chad Kruger, by the way. It's pronounced Nickelback, no, it, by the way. His last name is pronounced Kruger because he... Oh, yeah, he, he that. He, po- he posted about it because he was like, look, he goes, my last name is not Kroger like the goddamn store. It's Kruger. It's Kruger. Well, and I was now he's like, even more useless. I can't I shop at him. He's yeah. <laughs> just going to kill me for not liking the new album. <laughs> right.
0: But there you have it. Look at this photograph. We're all finished here. <laughs> Trent Sebastian, as always, thank you for joining Yee yee And we will see you guys in the next episode This has been the Music Corner We're And we are s- yeah.